yes to another episode of hip hop heads i am your host no sage and we got novak here and uh yeah we got an amazing guest here novak you want to let us yeah. know what's going down yeah we definitely got a very special guest today man this man is one of my favorite point guards of all time but his talent <laughs> extends to many areas of life yeah today's uh, artist is better known as the artist is jason ferg man jay ferg currently lives in l.a with his wife and children but is originally from chicago you know, we grew up, man, we grew up in those Chicago blocks. You know, this man here is always saw somebody as a big brother, man. He always, always showed love no matter where we're at in the city, wherever you see him. You know, went to college with him for a moment. Man, just one of the coolest guys out there. His uh, his latest album, man, Balance, man, is awesome. I love that State that State Street um, joint, man, on it. It's hot, man. I'm listening to it. I heard, heard the old Ronnie Fields on there. You know, I got that chill, man. I'm like, Man, the production is hot. You know, if, if I didn't know years ago, man, you had this living inside of you. I was like, wow, this dude took it to a whole new level, man. I'm proud to know you. Love your music, man. And always playing in the car right now. Yeah, everybody, welcome Jason Ferg to the show. Oh, man, appreciate that. Thanks for that intro. And uh, I, I echo those same sentiments to both of you, man. You guys mean the world to me. Y'all my brothers for life. So thanks for having me. Yeah, bro. I want to like definitely echo the love on bounce. They definitely got me through COVID. That was definitely a heavy on rotation nonstop last nice. year for me. Hey, it got me through COVID. That's when that's when it was born. We were just like, <laughs> let's create. Let's create. So I'm yes, glad. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And um, I know Novak was telling just a moment ago, we were all kind of like, you know, going to the same college and whatnot. Like, yeah, man, I I honestly felt like, you know, when I first stepped on the scene into uh, outside Chicago and in the college that we were at, like, you know, I felt a culture shock, but just being around folks like you kind of like definitely like help, you know, raise me and help, you know, ground me as, as a man. And, you know, just definitely blessed to kind of be in your presence, you know? Amen. Sure, man. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. One of the things that I, I tell people when I, when I had been a dictating coming from the West side of Chicago, um, I made a decision early on that I wasn't going to lose who I was. And I was going to do the hard work up front to try to figure out how to not be this dude who was always trying to like what they call code switch. Right. Because you know? I felt like I would be somewhat embarrassed to be caught pretending to be somebody else. Like I want to live one life. So I'm going to have to figure out how I can communicate in this new community, how I can, you know, still make friends and build relationships in this new community without distancing myself from who I've been for like 17, 18 straight years, as if I'm as if I'm the lesser, the lesser value than the value that I that I that this community is calling me to be. So I'm glad that I that I made that commitment to myself because even to this day, I just feel like, man, it would have been a lot of work to try to be living two lives and talk two different ways and all that kind of stuff. But what I could say about our crew and just everybody that was a part of us, you know, the way that we kind of huddled up on campus, we all were doing the same thing. So I think we equipped each other and, and even gave each other permission to like, man, be yourself be the best up here on campus academically and whatever, you know, but like, don't, don't lose yourself in, in the midst of, of what we're doing here. So. 
You're right about that. I mean, never get lost in the process, you know, in that situation. Yeah. Nah, everybody was able to be themselves. Everybody was able just to, you know, a lot of funny moments, a lot of stories you probably can't tell on this pod. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I ain't man. Seen, I, I ain't seen nothing. I ain't seen nothing, man. <laughs> Whatever happens, what happens is loud stays in loud. <laughs> yeah, so, hey, no, man, I just work here, man. Hey. Yeah. Oh man, I know. I just, I just something happened like you. I just walk around and just smile. Everybody, like, what you laughing about? You don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah, Jay Ferg, I'm so happy you said, you know, I'm not afraid to code switch. Because even when you dropped that latest song, The Magnificent, last month, I was like, mm-hmm. man, I just remember like, you know, freestyling in what was it? It might have been like Noozle or one of like the dorms, just, you know, just going at it, going all in. So it was Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of ciphers, bunch of places, and yeah, yeah man, it just took me back. So I, I just love the energy that you keep, you know, putting out there. Yeah, definitely in, in music form for sure. Man, thank you so much, and thank you both for the inspiration. Like I said, man, um, music definitely is always playing in my mind, and I remember specific times and moments and people and experiences. Like I can attach songs to all of my memories almost like it's a running soundtrack and I can I can specifically like think of exact songs that we were listening to if we were like in one of our respective dorm rooms I'm like man you know specific songs would come to mind and it's like I can go through the through the music I can go right back to that same time and space it's a crazy thing Mm -hmm. and a beautiful thing so um you know one thing that I'm, I'm really up to now is being a contributor to that same process of like, not just being a consumer of the music, but also like, man, I'm actually putting out stuff that other people can also say the same thing. Like, yeah, this, like you said, Jay, like, man, this song has helped me through the pandemic or this music has helped me through the pandemic. I want, I want to contribute in that way where people are inspired or they laugh or, feel strong because of something that I helped create. So that's really an honor. So I guess, man, that's kind of good segue to the topic because uh, I would love to hear you kind of like dive into some of your Chicago influences. You talked about music during the pandemic. What about the shademic? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're obviously in the West Coast now. Like how about like, yeah, can you speak to anything like, you know, when you were in the shy and just, you know, like stuff that you kind of like were vibing with or, you know, mm-hmm. influenced by yeah, so are we, are we, is this like of all time? Can I go back? You can go back. Okay. Yeah, because I mean. Yeah, Chicago, no formula, bro. So yeah, just feel like, you know, you want to dive in however you want to dive in. Yeah, for sure, man. Chicago is such, is such a culturally rich place. Um, and this is, again, no diss to Los Angeles and the beautiful people and culture here, but it's nothing like the culture at the crib. And I can promise y'all this. When I first came here and I was like, start to move around the, the open mic scene and like, I would get up and spit something or perform or sing or do whatever I, I felt led to do. People would call me out. They'd be like, man, where you from? You know, like when I come off the stage, they'd be like, where you from? And it, they were like, it's something different, man. It's, you bring something different. It's even just your whole approach is different. And what I found is that <clears throat> There are a lot of Chicago artists who uh, they prioritize the soul of it. What does it feel like? You know, it has to be real. 
This ain't no facade. It's raw, it's real. They don't care so much about the, the glossiness, the outside of it. It's not about that. You know, the almost opposite is true about LA. You come to LA and I would go to some of these open mics and I'd be like, man, this is this cat just picked this whole persona off the internet and he just running with it. Mm-hmm. This ain't not, this has nothing to do with who he is or where he's from. He just picked this persona and like an outfit, put it on and he rocking it. And he's doing a great job at it. He got a whole Instagram page full of it. You know, this ain't even dude, this ain't even him. You know, and he getting paid because he's doing this very well, but this is Hollywood. That's what people do here. You know what I'm saying? So when they see that raw, they like, this is the raw, this is raw. (laughs) This is the real one. (laughs) It's crazy, it's crazy. And I don't think about it, but it's, it's just funny to me, but one thing I can say is that um, when I, when I'm when I'm in Chicago and I think about Chicago and the, the rawness of our artistry, man, so many that come to mind. This I'm gonna give y'all a list of some of my favorite Chicago hip hop influences, and I'm gonna go back to like my childhood. <clears throat> hey, hey, and before you dive in, man, I just briefly want to say when you talked about like people would know that you sang like. Like real talk, like I, I always knew you were like one of the smoothest guys on campus and I, I knew you could sing. But whenever you would spit, even to this day, when I hear you spitting something like, damn, and especially when you say like, you know, the word Joe and whatnot, you know, my man is from Chicago. But it's like yeah. you you definitely bring that rawness, you know, and it's that element of surprise for sure. So I always I always dig that. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to your list because I definitely hear I always think of like the soul quality when I think about, mm-hmm. you know, your artistry. But then mm-hmm. I also am interested to hear, you know, like the the raw perspective as well. Yeah, no, I, I, I've been thinking about it some and I have two lists that I'm going to rattle off. Um, and one of them is more hip hop and lyricism. The other one is across the board. And I want to explain both. But just to run down my hip hop list, <clears throat> when I was a shorty, my mom used to take me and like some of my cousins to the South Side to the Regal Theater on 79th and Stony Island. And they used to have this thing for a season called Amateur Night. It was almost like our own version of the Apollo, but it was in the hood at a, <laughs> at a black owned theater in the black community. And all of the talent were young black Chicagoans. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just imagine seeing a, a, a whole theater full of attendees, like you're in a legit theater space. Mm-hmm. And there's kids getting on stage to dance and there's kids getting on stage to sing and to rap. The dude hit the stage this, this one time I got there and I will never forget how it made me feel, man. This dude hit the stage and ripped it. Uh, it was all of this like drama in the intro. Like uh, it kind of started off with like, seven, you know, like almost like a Busta Rhymes album would start, like some drama, you know, and it is. And then some, a beat came on and he just ripped it. His name is, he's still a, a living legend, D.A. Smart. I know what that is, how to rhyme. Listen to me when I tell you, like DA Smart embodied the, like I literally wanted to perform when I saw him rap for the first time. I was like, man, I want to be able to do that. To stand up in front of all of these people and just like rock the stage like that with such confidence. He was like a, I can't compare it to anything else, but he was, he was honestly one of the first MCs that 
I felt a connection to because I knew he mm -hmm. was a, a he was from Chicago. It wasn't about what he had accomplished. It was just the fact that he he was a master of his craft at a young age. He was a teenager, just a few years older than me. And I was just like, man, I want to be able to do that. That's dope, you know. So I, I had to give it up for D.A. Smart, man. Uh, sometimes I feel like he doesn't get the recognition that he deserves as a Chicago MC, but mm -hmm. he is a great. And I'm, I'm giving you like firsthand uh, perspective from somebody who saw saw it in his purest form when he was like a legit teenager, like a young dude. And it's like, he's like our own, like, I don't even know, I wouldn't even compare him to anybody else. So DA Smart, I would list as my, like, first, the, the one who just like opened my eyes to the craft from a Chicago perspective. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, he was nice, and, man. Walk with, with, walk with me on that, man. It's played yeah. on uh, 106 Jams in the morning, right after they get yeah. done playing, uh, uh, what's that? What get done playing psycho drum on the radio, man? Yep. And like, you're yep. like, wow, the DA Smart is sweet, you know, Chicago flavor all day. The next one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call him by the original name, Tongue Twister. <laughs> now, the, the thing the about Tongue Twister logo, too, uh, yeah. The, the, thing about, the thing about Twister that I had to call out is yeah. the fact that I grew up with a sense of pride and the mm -hmm. fact that he went to Heffron for a little while. So he went, he, he's from K-Town. He's from, you know, uh, yeah, the same side of, mm. same side of town that where I went to elementary school. And man, when I got word that man, he used to go to Heffron, I was like, oh snap, that's our MC then, you know, that's <laughs> our rapper. And just, you know, the fact that he got love all over the world for his ability to, to rap as fast as he could with the precision that he rapped, where you could like still understand the words, even though he was going so fast, that just always made me proud. So. Um, I always have to give shout out to, to Twister for, for being that trailblazer that he was. Third on my list is Common Sense. <laughs> Before he was told he couldn't call himself Common Sense, I, I knew, I knew, you know, can I borrow a dollar? And uh, one of my homies who was from the South Side put me on to him and I heard Soul by the Pound for the first time. And I was just like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm like, this dude is for real. And so um, it continued to grow from there. Um, it's funny because, you know, the growth that we experienced from Can I Borrow a Dollar to, uh, you know, his sophomore album, One Day It'll All Make Sense. Oh, no, I'm sorry, to, um, I used to- Resurrection. Love, oh, Resurrection. Resurrection. I'm sorry, I was yeah. going to say, I used to love it. Resurrection. And then the growth from between Resurrection to Can I Borrow a Dollar, and then the growth from Can I Borrow a Dollar to- like water for chocolate. Chocolate. Like, chocolate. I was I was literally watching this this man literally like level up every single time and keep going to different levels. And so uh Common is one of my favorite MCs still to this day. And then also just one of my favorite people. I had a chance to to meet him out here in LA and just thank him, you know. Uh one thing that I actually learned from Kanye in an interview was like when you see your favorite artist, don't ask them for nothing. Just say thank you. If you like their music, if you like their art, tell them thank you. They're, they're literally sharing themselves with the whole world. And you come asking them for more, say thank you. So I, I was like, man, you know, I told Common, like, I was, I was a young single dad on a college campus. And your song about, you know, not having an abortion helped me get, yes. gain, get through that season. He was like, man, that's all love. He's, you know, he, he appreciated me sharing that. So Common is on my list. These two brothers, Brother Mike, rest in peace, and Phenom, two Chicago MCs uh, off the spoken word scene, 
who inspired me young age you know i cannot uh forsake you know the mention of the chicago open mic spoken word poetry saying even though these cats was going like acapella they are nothing shy than like some of the dopest writers and lyricists that I've ever seen. And uh, they, they work together, uh, Brother Mike and Phenom. Phenom is a legend, man. He's still doing his thing. He uh, does like, uh, you know, uh, hip hop training. Like he does, you know, lyric, lyric training for, um, for young, for youth around the city. Uh, and he's one that I would, I would definitely say you should check out Phenom, Chicago MC. Kanye West. You know, I have to say Kanye West is one of the greatest artists of our time. And I don't say artists like a musical commodity, but like a creative, somebody who can see things that nobody else can see. The fact that he could drop the albums that he's dropped and make the expressions that he's made, this artistry, pure artistry, even the art that we don't agree with, even the art that is upsetting, even the art that's disappointing, that's still art. And it... um. He, he always figures out a way to like, <laughs> you know, still uh, reflect the shy in, in, a, in a beautiful way. And so uh, I have a huge respect for, for Kanye West and the, the artistry that he's, he's given us over the years. My brother, Truth, Marcus Fitzgerald, Marcel mm -hmm. Fitzgerald's older brother is one of the dopest MCs, period. Like, if you listen to this dude rhyme, his, his other body of work, you, got, you guys heard him on Bounce. Mm -hmm. Uh, you all heard him on um, on my album, Woke and Righteous. But man, this dude as a writer, uh, and I'm biased because he's my brother. And I, I, it's like when he opens his mouth to speak something, I'm, I literally feel like I'm, I'm working from the same glossary. So it's like I know what I know what you meant when you said that. You know, like that's from just years of having conversations. But he's one of my favorite MCs. Uh, do or die, West Side dudes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the group yeah. do it. I, I have to just say, like, again, that sense of pride of like, man, these people are from my part of town and they represent my part of town. Um, yeah, I would list psychodrama as well, but I, I wanted to, I, I probably would choose do or die with psychodrama just in terms mm -hmm. of the, that, that chill vibe. You know, mm -hmm. like, I think that, even at that time, it was kind of a, it was an important vibe for me. I got a couple more. Steel Black Sea, which was a group. <laughs> Uh, Still Black Sea was a um, kind of a poetry group. Again, they had this um, this this uh, this amazing ability to like um, craft these pieces where one of the brothers is like doing a legit poem, and somebody else is kind of behind singing a song and kind of creating an environment. And you just kind of zone out, and you're just like, "Wow, they are painting beautiful pictures." But they were also like revolutionary, and they told dope stories and it was just inspiring, man. Every time I would see them perform. And so I want to just speak their name and call them in that number. I'm going to list uh, two more. Triple Black, which is another poet <laughs> yeah. and a big brother of mine. Um, a dope orator, a brilliant mind, a great writer, also a great painter and just overall artist. Last but not least, Lupe Fiasco. Uh, I'll list Lupe. Uh, I love the fact that, you know, uh, somebody can break into the industry in a popular sense on a skateboard with some glasses on, you know, that was not, that wasn't what was hot or uh, esteemed at the time, but I feel like Lupe made it cool to not be quote unquote cool. It wasn't, 
it wasn't even about that. His lyric ability and the way that he connects rhymes, his lines, like I, I never heard somebody make the first line and the ninth line rhyme. You know, like his, his, <laughs> he would he would give us patterns that are so complex. You'd be like, yo, I forgot you even said that word up there. Now I see you, you just reached all the way back up there and brought it. I'm like, you, you got to give it to him, man. And I can admit that I'm not as familiar with Lupe's bodies of work. I don't, I, I've not really dug into his projects, but I, I think I, I want to start to spend some time and just really sit down with his projects. Um, I'm going to run through this other list faster and uh, only a few of them I'll share my why. Um, <laughs> Sam Cook, Curtis Mayfield, my cousin Lewis Price, my great aunt Jeanette Harris, the Thompson Community Singers uh, from Chicago's legendary Reverend Milton Bronson, rest his, rest his soul, um, the Bucket Boys. You just say like all of their names, man, they're all included. The Live Bucket at the UC, Boys, baby. Yeah, the yeah. Bucket Boys, the Bucket Girls, anybody who's hustling and just using rhythm to like make money and, 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 and entertain people, even on the street. The fact that they just like, I'm coming to you with this. I'm, I'm, I'm always inspired by that. The Bucket Boys, Chevy drivers. Give it up to the people who got things <laughs> in the trunk of a Chevy somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Giving us music, you know, whether you, whether you were looking for it or not, or you're going to hear <laughs> right now, or whether you were looking for it or not, you're going to hear this. I sit alone in my four four corner room, staring at corners, my mind playing tricks on me. You know, like they they were they were giving us music when we weren't even asking for it, or when and maybe even prophetically when when they knew that we needed it. Right, you know, man. Um, they, they throwing them tower speakers at uh that Novak cat and that's in right. <laughs> front, baby. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, this dude named Gavin. A, a dude on my block who at some point got signed to an R&B group. He actually had a record deal as part of some R&B group that I can't even remember the name of. Uh, this is like early 90s R&B, you know, like your male male singing group, kind of sexy vibe, almost like a H-Town. But, you know, this is a dude from my block. But like, man, the first person that I actually physically knew, like my neighbor, who got a record deal and he's like on a video, he got a leather coat, you know, <laughs> he got a leather coat. He got a little S curl in his box, you know, like he's like, man, he's, he's going to do it. Um, this is a controversial one, man, but I'm going to call out the brother R Kelly, man. Woo! I'm call it out. Listen, you went there. You went there. I went there and I'm going to say it, man, to anyone who's listening, I do not condone lifestyle choices that the man has made. I don't know the details. I don't know what has happened in his life to lead him down the path that he's on. But one thing that I'll never not acknowledge is the body of work that he's given the world. As an artist, he's created an amazing body of work uh, and has been really innovative. Uh, and he represents uh, the soul of Chicago in a remarkable way. Last but not least, um, it would be uh, hard to not acknowledge those who uh, those DJs and producers who've created ghetto house music, the DJ Chips, the Gant Mans, the DJ Sluggos, the Wax Masters, and all of those like straight up, you know, 
ghetto tracks, juke DJs from the city of Chicago. It's one thing that we can say is uniquely ours and it's that, you know? And um, I, I tell people all the time, man, what hip hop was to New York, house music was to Chicago. And in its infancy, uh, it, it was it was the, the the music of choice that we used to rebel against oppression, to get out our frustrations, to express ourselves, and we were told we shouldn't. And um, I, I grew up listening to those sounds. And there are times today, like I'll go for a jog, and man, I'm like, I want to listen to. I gotta find me a dookie booty, dookie booty, and I'm running, you know. Here I am years after that song was dropped, but I'm still like, man, there's an energy to it that's undeniable, you know? Um, so those are my lists, man. I know I, I covered a lot of ground, but what y'all got? Man, list solid, man. You talk, when you start talking about Chicago house music, you think about all the footwork and stuff you've seen people do. I remember years later seeing Michael Myers doing footwork on YouTube and people yep. like, man, that's Chicago. I mean, the only... You know, you you see the street, you're like, man, that's that's Gladys, that's Gladys, and uh, that's a little bit over the rough of Washington. Look at this dude on footwork. You probably yep. know the dude. He probably like, I probably grew up with this cat. You look Absolutely. at, you know, you see the size of him, like, yeah, he hoops somewhere basically. But that's how Chicago is. House Absolutely. music, I totally agree with you on that. When you start talking Kanye, you know, like, that's you know, man, the only that's the only artist out there, Nestor Kelly, that can do a gospel album. And it got better. That gospel got better 808s on it than a hip hop album. Now think about yeah. Jesus is King sounds better than most hip hop albums right now. You know, that, that water track on there, Aunt Clemens, man. Oh my yeah. God. When it slugs, you hear it, you'd be like, I was riding through the block one day, just chilling out west, playing Jesus Walks, you know, Jesus is King. And this one guy pulled up his light and said, Man, it's that new Yay. And I looked at him, you know, he thudded out, looked at me in the car. He's like, Man, I got that Yay too. I'm looking like, Wow, man, you got cats. You never see playing this music, listen to this music right now. You gotta respect that, man. When he, when he says, you know, people are not coming to the church, I'm gonna go to them. It's, it's the spirit of the bucket boys. Mm -hmm. That's what I just said. It's like, yeah, I, I can bring this to you. I don't have to wait for you to come to me. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm, this is the, the growth that I'm on. Let me share it with the world in a creative way. I think it's beautiful. Kanye inspired me because when the college dropout, released, I was living in Danville, Virginia at the time. This was after I finished grad school at Benedictine and I moved down there to go to barber school. I was uh, pursuing a, a love relationship with this, this sister that I was kind of dating who lived right across the state line in North Carolina. I was like kind of creating my, my adult life. And at some point I was just feeling like, man, am I even doing the right thing? And I needed a taste of the crib. And I, I remember buying a CD I put it in my car and I listened to the first song and then um, uh, All Falls Down came on. Mm -hmm. And y'all know the intro to that joint, right? So I'm like, uh, and, and and just in the season prior to that, I was already jamming to the Lauren Hill Unplugged joint. So I got the sample right away. I win it all. I was like, oh, snap, you know? So mm -hmm. then he said, South Side, South Side. We gonna set this party off, right? If you listen to the song right now, the beat drops when he says West Side. And you know, I went nuts. You know, he was like, West Side, the, the, the drums came in. I was like, yeah, I was in my car going crazy. And it was, it was so invigorating. It was like the, it was, 
it was as if I was transported back home for just that moment. And I, I rode around to that album for the longest time. And I'm, I'm like still just, again, like when you think about gifts that someone has given you, I see music as just that. I feel like Kanye made that music personally for me. Cause even in that moment, I received it as a gift of art. Like that he just handed me straight. Like he knew I, like, dude, you knew I needed this song right now, you know, and this album right now. So, and I mean, you think about any one of our favorite artists body of work and you can look at it like that. Like, man, thank you, man. I needed that, man. Thank you so much. I, I think about your list and the thing that really sticks out for me is, you know, I, I was I was lamenting about how how much of a selfful cat you were, how much of a selfful dude. And, you know, when, when we were all at college, you know, playing a dozens or, you know, playing video games or playing basketball, like the rap and the verses always kind of like stuck with me, even to this day. And I, I honestly want to say that the first time I ever did my own spoken word performance was at BU. And I just love that you're bringing up like all these kind of like spoken word cats that kind of like are up there with the greatest in your list. You know what I mean? Because I mean, arguably a lot of early Kanye's early verses were kind of like spoken word as well, you know? They were, which I think is what makes his style. If you listen to that album, it makes his style feel even more soulful, even just the way in which they, they're expressed, you know? It's the, it's the approach that someone would write it's, it's the approach that someone would use when they're writing without a beat in mind. It just so mm -hmm. happens that he knows how to do it over a beat very well. But most of the cats that I listed do as well. They just, they like, I don't need that. I just want to give you these words. But man, um, that, that definitely is my approach too. When I pick up a pen, I still think like a poet. I don't think about, and that's how I like, why I like Nas a lot. We're not talking about mm -hmm. New York, but Nas is one of my favorite MCs of all time because when I listen to his music, it's it, it never stops sounding like poetry to me. It always sounds like poetry, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's just my, that's my, 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 um, my, my lane, so to speak. I like poetic MCs. Uh, you read about Nas. I mean, we did a show about Nas. What's so nice about him is just, man, his flow. You can take Nas's uh, you know, style and put on any beat almost. You think about the same thing with uh, Ye when you think about it. And Ye raps like Nas sometimes. You ever you ever yeah. listen to uh, Ye and mm -hmm. you, hear, you hear the influence of Nas on Ye. You can hear, you can hear how they influenced Jay-Z because Jay-Z took everybody's style in the room. I'm starting to hear that a lot more. I'm listening to Jay-Z. I'm hearing other rappers. And I'm like, who was he hanging out that year? And you start listening to it. And I'm like, he takes everybody's style and makes it yeah. sound hot. You know, he's like, he told Nas, I took your, I took your line and made a I took your voice made a hot line and you listen to that and you go like, he surely did. Cause, cause Nas was ahead of his, head of his time. And then Jay basically figured out this guy. Nice. Let me take something from this guy. Let's make it a hit. And that's pretty much what happened there. I mean, a lot of great artists out there. You name some people that really man make you think about, you know, life and where music is going. Like, you know, like I do agree with you. Jay makes music, make people make music. You hear it in the car or somewhere. Like I needed this song. This song makes me feel like, man, you know, that's how I felt. I listen to college dropouts that I felt, you know, the, the Jesus is King album, you know, just weird. It's weird coincidence. You riding around and you get that soulful feeling inside or yeah. you out, you out your city somewhere in another city and you feel your city. It's yeah. a weird vibe, but it's a yeah. lovely, it's a great feeling to have. No, for sure. And for me, sometimes I make the music that I need for myself and I just hope other people will like it too. You know, like, man, mm -hmm. 
I need this song. When, when we worked on Bounce, it wasn't, we weren't even trying to make an album. We were just like trying to survive the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I created the beat for uh, Jabos. And I yeah, just, yeah, I, yeah. Sent to, I sent it to Truth. He was like, oh, this chop is nasty. <laughs> Literally in like 12 hours, he he emailed me back a verse to it. I'm like, oh, I guess I got to write me a verse. So I wrote, the, I wrote the, my verse to it and like, Literally in like, man, 20, 24 hours, we had a whole song done. So I'm like, let me send this dude another beat. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sent him the beat for Bounce. And uh, again, the same thing happened. He he sent another one. No, wait a minute. I want to say Bounce was first. Bounce was first in Dangibles. It was in that oh, okay. one. And, but then we just kept building it from there. I was like, bro, I think we got an album underway. I said, let's do an EP. So that's how it built. But um, man, it's all good. I'm sorry, but I gotta hop off. I got another meeting. But man, let's let's do this another uh, part two. Let's do it. Let's do it. Why does it seem right. that we're all just stuck in the scheme? scheme? Daily routine fiends being stuck in the stuck team. The team. Need leave me human beings being stuck with these leans. Hanging on a single thread being ripped in the seams. Hash fools, ones around me, higher than beams. Cash rules, things around me. Sugar and Sugar cream. And give us a daily bread, deliver us from all these dreams. Give us a daily bread pill. pill. Free from machines, no matter the means. We stuck in that struggle, yeah. Bubble boys and girls stuck in a stuck bubble, in a bubble. Yeah. disease and festive world full of trouble, huh? Faking it to make it just for the hustle. The hustle what? If we don't step up, who's breaking, breaking this, world? this world? Don't correct us, we're faking, faking this, world. this world. You have the voice, got to let you know. You got the choice not to let Yo, it go. I'm like the Shogun of Harlem, telling cast to kiss the converse. Dapper like Mr. Fonsworth, rapper that flipped the concert. Life is war, the microphone's my weapon. Deliver lessons like my Muslim brothers at the intersection it's interesting the mind frame that i've evolved to looking back on 98 at how we all grew the curveballs that came across our plates we knocked them out of the park when in the race truly starts with the heart brave enough to take the red pill and face reality if we don't like it we will change it that's our mentality and solidarity bonded together like gorilla glue on rough days it's good to hear bro i'm here for here for say the word and say less never carry stress on your own pick up the phone watch the love that is shown real friends bury each other's infirmities help them level up if you want to win get some real friends that's a must must